to a party with Cardi Cardi a Barty and a Rari Diamonds all over my body Shining all over my body Cardi got your bitch on Molly Two ain't gang, you land Hey, my real estate renegades. Today is February 27, 2018, and I'm back. I've taken a little hiatus. I went on a spiritual journey. I went to South Africa. I went to Johannesburg, Pretoria. I had a layover in Dubai for 12 hours. This was my first time traveling international. Well, international where I had a long flight. So I traveled through a few time zones. It was really exciting. The first leg, I really couldn't sleep. But coming back, I was exhausted. But I was more so not tired because I was so ready to get back home. Um, I actually probably could live in South Africa. It was really, really, really beautiful. And Dubai was really nice to experience the time we were there. We went riding the camels. We went through the sand dunes. Um, they have great oils. So they're really oil people. We're really like perfume people in the U.S., um, it was just a really beautiful landscape. Um, they drive on the opposite side of the road from... Actually, I think Dubai doesn't. I think Dubai drives on... Yeah, Dubai drives on the right, like America, and then Africa drives on the opposite side of the road. So, yeah, it was really interesting. So, I'm here now kicking some flavor in your ear about demand, well, supply and demand. And I call it that demand you supply. So building in Atlanta is going bonkers right now. Bananas, cocoa, cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. And I have like four projects going on, getting ready to start a commercial project. And the inspectors are just way behind. I had an inspector the other day tell me this is the most construction they have experienced in such a long time in the city of Atlanta. And they have hired contractors to come in and help them complete inspections you know, they're just overloaded. So that's a good thing. It's a really, really, really good thing for investors and letting you know that you can buy property now and almost sell it for what you want, you know, or the comps or for a more competitive comparable than you would be able to if it was the opposite way around, if it was more houses and not enough lenders lending money to the buyers. So that's deflation. <laughs> so inflation is always good. Um, you want to make sure, you know, your prices are fair. And I think that's why the comparables are there. And you have, you know, honest, um, honest appraisers will do the right thing and give you the best comp for the market. And your dishonest appraisers will increase the price so much that, you know, it causes some people not to close on properties because the appraiser, the next appraiser that comes behind him will be like, no, the money's not there. So just trying to make sure you do things just as, as, as honest as you can. I know a lot of people like to walk that fine line. And I do sometimes as well. But you really don't ever want to kind of like just do somebody in on purpose. Like you really just kind of, you really just want to make your money and move on to the next project. And believe it or not, when you try to do people dirty and just like everything else in life, you get ate up somewhere along the line. And you normally get ate up three times worse than the person that you thought you ate up. <laughs> so... Be careful for that karma because she is alive and well and in full effect. So I'm, I'm all about buying the block. And when I drive through neighborhoods, I don't just write down a few. And if I get one, I stop. No, I keep trying for everybody because normally it's not just one house on the block that's messed up. Because a lot of homeowners that are into their neighborhood... If they know that their neighbor's moving, they'll try to get a friend from work or a friend from church or a friend from the local, you know, social convention or whatever it is, social group that 
they're a part of to buy the house. I mean, that's what tight-knit neighbor, neighbors do for tight-knit communities. So if you if you ride a neighborhood, and normally those are like HOA communities where, you know, people actually pay to keep up their property. Um, they cut their grass, you know, they put flowers out, they have meetings. But neighborhoods that are just open, you can just drive through like right off a of main road. Those are going to be the ones where you want to pull over, get addresses. If you can't find an address on the house, find the house that has the, the uh, a visible address and just go to your local assessor site. Um, and try to and pull up the GIS map and find out, you know, count, really, like you were like in kindergarten, count how many houses over that property was from the property that actually had an address. I do it. I do it. I've done it for years. And that's the property that people keep skipping over. So that means that property belongs to you. So if you don't get it, it's something. You, you did something wrong because if nobody, if there's no competition on that property, it should be yours. And especially even if you have, even if there's, you run title on it, and there's a bank issue. Hey, I got someone on my team. I call her the negotiator. She gets it done. She can find the bank. She can negotiate. She can do the short sale. She could, you know, handle the foreclosure, um, handle the, the pre-foreclosure before it gets the foreclosure. And you can find more information out about her if you go to my website, yoursmartinvestor.com, and you go to the bottom and put your information in. And just tell me what you need, and I could definitely get you connected. I mean, I really hope to have a team of people that can help somebody in every area of life. I mean, I know they've helped me. If they help me, I know they can help you. So if you have questions about real estate, if you get your own deal and you just have questions, please email me at RUA. Those, that's the letter R, the letter U, the letter A. Smart Investor spelled out at Gmail, R-U-A, Smart Investor at Gmail. Or like I said, go to YourSmartInvestor.com and send me a little note, a message. I'll email you. I'll call you, you know, whatever you need so I could answer your question. I'm available. Um, the next point is with the supply and demand market, remember, it's very important that you control your comp. Um, if you were a real estate agent, it will be called... Um, Farming, meaning you're farming the entire neighborhood, meaning you want every person in that neighborhood to, to allow you to sell their property if they were going to sell. And I call it just buying the block. I, I want I like control. I really want control around my project, especially if I put money into my project, like over 50, 60,000, any money that goes into my project, honestly, because um, I kind of just don't do anything to do it. I do it to be the best at it. I want to make sure I can control the next vacant houses in the neighborhood. I want to know that they're going to bring in a good team of rehabbers that can rehab the crap out of that property. And then their rehab is along the same lines as mine. And we're both strong comparables for each other. So if I'm doing a house and I want to get 250, I don't want someone to come in and do a shitty job and they could probably only get 175. That means that I should lower the price of my house, which I will not do. I'm going to get a little Angela Rye on you really quick. What you're not going to do is come in and mess up my house <laughs> you're not gonna mess up my comps so I love the saying this is my house and I built it so whose house my house so I feel like and that's the controls freaking me where I want to come in and I want to I want my sales to go a certain type of way so I want everybody around me to be on the same page come on and you got to talk to people talk to other rehabbers in your neighborhood talk to other investors and you never know they may really, really like your work and want to use your team. And that way, you know that the, the product is going to be just as good as your product. So try to find um, good rehabbers because, or good contractors because you never know your neighbor may want to. And you know what? Your neighbor may want to be a joint venture partner with you, too. So it's important to talk to the, to the investors in your neighborhood and kind of like just 
review and check on what they're doing and keep an eye out for their house. And it's all about creating friendships and new relationships. So um, the next topic I want to discuss is wow, plans, pulling plans. I've had a lot of issues lately with the city of Atlanta. Um, it took a long time for my most recent building permit to get pulled. And if like just like our municipality, your municipality may be changing codes and, you know, changing the infrastructure of how they are inspecting or what they're requesting or what they expect now. Please, 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 please do your homework. Your architect, you would think they know, but a lot of times they may be their last job may have been in a different city versus where you're doing. That's not saying they don't know how to do their job. It's just saying they don't know code change last week because the last time they worked in Fulton County was a month ago. So don't put all of your eggs on in one basket and expect that person not to break them because they will get broke. So it's important for you to call the city every now and then or go down there and find out what code has changed because what you don't want to happen and the worst feeling in the world is getting to your inspection day and failing because somebody didn't do code. And that's going to cost you money because in the city of Atlanta now, if you fail the first inspection... They charge you $50 to come back out for a second inspection. And every single time you fail is $50. And my most recent inspection failed three times. So imagine, well, it failed twice. I was really frustrated because I was kind of looking at my contractor like, bruh, what's what's going on? Like, you don't know code? And he was really trying to blame it on the city, but it, I'm going to really kind of take up for the city real quick. It was my contractor's fault. So he got fired because it is your job to know what code is not mine like stay in your lane come on stay in your lane and everybody will be okay so just try to do your job and make sure that everyone that you hire can do their job effectively because it affects your bottom line so we're gonna go cut really quick to our sponsors and then i'll be back so our sponsors today are Carolina Culture. Check them out on Instagram at Carolina Culture. Do it for the culture. He has some new designs too, guys. Check him out. And I think this weekend he'll be in Charlotte, North Carolina at CIAA. So check him out down there at CIAA. Um, he just recently put out uh, advertising spread to partner with Mountain Dew. So that's so exciting that this brother really may be taking it to the next level and getting on an international level with Mountain Dew. So check him out at Carolina Culture. The next one is at Front Row, at Front Row, underscore, underscore. She just dropped a tough denim line. You hear me? You better go check her out. At Front Row, underscore, underscore. Um, you can order from her. I think she just did like a fashion show. Um, well, I think she was in New York for New York Fashion Week. So in or whichever one was recent, she, she's done it. Um, and the denim line is super dope. And I'm actually going to cop me a couple of pair. And um, Slate. So Slate is an innovative jewelry line where she takes it back and brings it, <laughs> takes it back and bring it forward with the jewelry. She gives you a little bit of old school, mixed with a little bit of new school. She has all kinds of stones, diamonds, rubies, sapphires. Um, check her out. She's very affordable jewelry. She has an entire range of jewelry, actually. And you can get cuffs, diamond cuffs, Cuban links, you name it. And she's at Slate. So it's S-L-A underscore T-E. That's S-L-A underscore T-E. Join the tribe. And then I want to do, do a couple more shots out. So I've already told you um, previously, if you've been to my website, I haven't mentioned it during this podcast yet, but I am doing an interactive workshop. 
and it's going to be called the Your Smart Investor Interactive Workshop. I'm going to choose 10 cities. We're going to go to 10 cities, talk about the most important and the most popular topics of real estate and how to invest. And Raleigh, North Carolina will be my first stop. And that is March 17th. 2018, we will be at the Abbott's Creek Community Center in Raleigh, North Carolina from 1 to 3 o'clock. Lunch will be provided, and it is good lunch on top of that. This event um, will be hosted by a Raleigh broker, and her name is Tiffany McLaurin. And you can catch her and follow her on Instagram at Tiffany, T-I-F-F-A-N-Y, period, McLaurin, M-C-L-A-U-R-I-N, and Tiffany is licensed to sell real estate in the entire state of North Carolina, and she focuses on Raleigh and the surrounding area, and Charlotte and the surrounding area, and Charlotte, I'm coming to you as well, baby, I will be there hopefully in May, so um, if, if you look on my site, I'll update the 10 cities soon, if you don't see your city on there, email me or send me a message on the website and tell me you want me to come to your city, Tell me who you like, who you think should host the event, because in each city I go to, I try to make it a point to have real investors, real agents, you know, real mortgage lenders, real hard money lenders, and real rehabbers that represent your city. And it's kind of like an interactive joint venture campaign. Hey, let's all team up if you want, or team up with the person that sits at your table with you, because it's about connecting people. And when people connect, they can go further. You never that person may live two streets over from you, and you never knew when y'all both were interested in real estate. So if you know of anybody in North Carolina that's looking for property, um, have them give Tiffany a shout-out. also want to shout-out my corporate event planner, um, Tanya Nicole. And um, Tanya's work is just... It's just wonderful. I mean, you honestly have to see it in person. She is such a perfectionist um, like myself. She wants to make sure that the job gets done. And she will be um, doing all of my corporate event planning for every city that I go to on this 10-city tour. So check her out on Instagram at Tanya Nicole, period, C-O. That's Tanya Nicole, period, C-O. And um, look at some other events that she's done. Also, I cannot forget her daughter, her daughter's name is Summer Sky, which I joked about this, but as when I was growing up as a child, I would had a fake name, and I know everybody has had one. No judging, no judging, okay? But everyone's had a fake name. My, my, my fake name was Summer, and I just thought it was the most beautiful name in the world, and she named her daughter Summer Sky. So Summer Sky is four. She's a kidpreneur who will be a millionaire before she can even drive. Um, she started a balloon company, and it's called Balloons Shop. So you can go on Instagram and go up under balloons, B-A-L-L-O-O-N-Z as in zebra, period, shop, S-H-O-P, and look and check little Summer out. And she's a cutie pie, and she has the cutest balloons, guys, unicorns. She, has, she recently got the Black Panther. They have the donuts. She has the clear balloons with the confetti and the little multicolored streamers coming out the bottom. She's definitely going to be providing some balloons for my event because I'm, I'm a little tomboy. I'm like a tomboyish, girly girl, so I still love, like, girl things, but I like boy colors. It's really confusing. So, but just, I'm glad you're supporting me. Support the movement is very important to support people, even if they're not like you. So check Summer out as well. And all right, guys, that's it. Hey, I'm back. So I'm gonna make this really quick and I'm gonna hold you guys too long today. I wanna talk about the, some things that I'm going to be discussing at my March 17th. Um, your Smart Investor Interactive Workshop. And it just won't be 
Raleigh. Of course, each state we may focus on a, a few topics a little bit more than the state before, but it's all based upon the need of the attendee. You know, there may be a bunch of questions in one state that short sales are more prevalent than, you know, flips or assignments, and that's fine. Where your taxis may be more of a question or more of a, a subject of interest versus just driving for dollars, and that's fine. I'll answer those questions. So in Raleigh, we want to start out with um, the assignments and driving for dollars, um, we want to talk about briefly about the foreclosures and the short sales and the discount payoffs. And I'm, I say briefly because we're only going to be there for an hour to two hours. And that subject is really, really deep. And that we, I probably have to just come back to your city and focus or I have to do a webinar on it online where we can really just get to the nitty gritty about it because it's, it's really you got to find the right contact at the bank, number one. And you're going to get a runaround a lot of times, number one, because when you're calling these banks, they're in different cities, different different um, call centers are picking up. So we'll briefly start, we'll briefly talk about discount payoffs, foreclosures, and short sales. So the main topics, again, will be assignments, striving for dollars, where to start. Like, you wake up one day and decide you want some extra income and you want to go into real estate. Cool. Let me tell you, because I woke up one day and was like, I'm going to start talking to people. I'm going to really start telling people what I've learned. I'm really going to get into the thrilling, the philanthropic part of, um, of speaking, speaking engagements, because people really need to hear people's stories. They, they resonate with people's souls. I'm such a spiritual and sensual person where I pick up on vibes real easy. And as I've been telling my story over the past couple of years, it's been for free. I go into high schools through a nonprofit that I created called Friend My Family Corp. And we have a website, www.friend, like you're going to friend somebody on Facebook, My Family Corp, C-O-R-P, short for corporation.com. And through this nonprofit organization, we go into the neighborhoods that nobody wants to go into and we fix the neighborhood. And a lot of times we'll rehab it and put a family in need in it. And if that family in need in it, um, for whatever reason, they can pay rent and it gets up to two years. It's almost like a habitat program, but we build anywhere. Habitat only builds where you can only purchase where they're building at, at that time with us. We'll go into neighborhoods, and if you're able to pay your rent on time with no more than um, three late payments in two years, we can connect you with some of our lenders that will allow you to purchase that property through them, through a program, through a rehabilitation program, and you can own your own house again. And that is what my nonprofit is about. So you can imagine that on a daily basis, I have a million things going through my head, but it's all based around real estate. Um, it's all pretty much based around the need for housing. That is one thing, as long as earth revolves and it is does not catch on fire or flood, people will need housing. Do you hear me? Housing. When you buy property, I've said this before, you are buying the land. They can knock the house down. You can build another masterpiece if you wanted to, but you cannot call, you cannot knock that house down and you knock the land down too. The land stays. Um, so, that that's something that I want everybody to resonate with. So we're going to talk about um, pretty much going into neighborhoods, buying the block. I'm all about buying the block, like straight up. I, I, I love it. And I told you for more than one reason why I love it. So just drive, take every address down and, and just find out who owns it. And I'm going to talk about creative ways to really quick, creative ways of finding people. You guys, I'm such a creative soul that if I go to someone's house and I know somebody lives there, I'll leave a Starbucks gift card or something in an envelope and put it on the door or, hey, a tar $10 Target gift card and put it on the door or put it in the mailbox with like the information that I want to get across to them. 
You know, it's not what it is. It's the thought that counts. The fact that somebody left you a gift card, you don't know that person really may need a cup of coffee or a lemon bar or a shortbread cookie from Starbucks or they really needed some toilet tissue or some paper towels or some diapers from Target. Like, the small things in life is, is really what we need to, to continue on a daily basis. And um, laughter and necessities is something that I think you need to live a happy life. You got to laugh, okay? You have, I try to laugh every day. Like sometimes I, look, I lay up at night and I look at this stuff on Instagram and I cry myself to sleep because this shit is so funny. You cannot make this stuff up. There are some really hilarious people in this world. But however, I'm just giving you a short example as to how you can really help somebody with that gift card. In return, you want their property, yeah, but... If it's on your list, it's probably because it looks raggedy or it's going to a tax sale or it's in foreclosure or, you know, you just targeted the property because it looks like it needs updating and the other homes have been updated and you want to buy them out. Whatever it is, it doesn't matter. You got to pay to play. So you got to give that person something who clearly is not talking to you because you had to go to their house. Just give them something, a small token of, you know, of your time or of something sweet where they can, that will, um, in, excuse me, I can't think of the word I'm looking for, that will implore them to, or an incentive rather, it will give them an incentive to call you back. And it has worked for me. And one thing that um, I can say is people refer people to me because I'm very informative. When I talk to people, I'm not pushy. And I let them know, number one, I am a real estate agent in the state of Georgia. Irregardless if you just choose to sell to me or not, I want to give you free information. I want to let you know your options, okay? And when I tell people that, and when you tell people that, it takes them off the defense. Because if you're looking for them, I'm sure they've gotten a lot of letters, um, you know, you've seen the commercials on TV. We buy ugly houses. I'm sure they, I mean, my mother has lived in her house for 20 some years and she gets letters and postcards about selling her house and she doesn't want to sell her house, but still, I'm sure they've been contacted by other people before you. So um, just kind of be honest with people. Honesty pays. And I talked to somebody today about a house and I just really, really educated them on their options. And the guy called me back and was like, hey, we want to sell you the house. So it works, guys. It just, it just works. Like, keep it real, all right? Keep it real with yourself, number one. Don't try to trick nobody out in our house. It's too much money to be made in real estate for y'all to be out here faking and tricking people, lying to people, telling them what you're going to do. And if they ask you if you're going to rehab the home, yeah, you're going to rehab the home. I mean, that's what you talk contact. And you're not going to move into a raggedy, are you? Not, you know, I mean, that's your point to, to buy it and, and fix it up. So just be, it's okay to be honest. Because it depends on what situation they're in. They're going to lose it regardless, whether it's taxes or foreclosure or, you know, the city may be condemning it. So just remember to be honest with people. And sometimes every deal is just not for you. But it's because you don't get the deal and you've tried everything in your playbook. That's cool. I'm going to have affirmations as well, guys. In my journals, I'm going to have affirmations in the front to keep you going. I'm going to always try to have affirmations on my website. My website, YourSmartInvestor.com, is under construction, but you can still go to it and sign up. It's going to be a really interactive website like my workshops, like my personality. I'm super interactive. I'm super honest. I say whatever is on the tip of my tongue. You know, I try to have some reservation to it to be professional and not to hurt people's feelings, but... Um, if you come for me, I will end you. I <laughs> just want you to know that. But however, just being like, just kind of keep it, um, open, uh, open line of communication is, is what I do. 
I just really like to tell people the truth. It's, it takes too long to think of a lie. And then you got to remember what that lie was. And then you got to remember when exactly you told them a lie. Because then that would determine on what stage the house was in at that time. Oh, now look. I don't have time for that. I could be making money on somebody who really understands you about to lose your house, bro. And you just want me to come give you this money. And you're going to sign the deed over. And we cool. That was the easiest. Yesterday was one of the easiest sales too. I called the lady up. Her property was going to... On the tax sale, and I told her the situation, and she told me her situation. And I said, "Look, I got fifteen hundred dollars for you. What's up?" And she said, "Come on, because I'm not doing anything with it anyway." Went on over there, met her, gave her the quick claim deeds. It's over. It's over. Now everything else that comes my way, I know that I'm gonna have to. I have to know my exit strategy before I get her property, and I know what my exit strategy is. She had tax issues, which was cool, but her title was clean. Please. Look at your title before you purchase a property, okay? With my nonprofit, I accepted a lot of properties when we first started, and it was because it was a type of donation where we could use the money to further um, we could we could further our creed as a nonprofit. And a lot of them were were clean and good to go. But I also had bumped into a few of them where we had to do some very expensive quiet titles. You don't want to have to do quiet title. Let me tell you, that's not something that I brag on. Quiet title is very expensive. Now, if you want it done right, you're going to go to somebody who does quiet title, okay? Uh, preferably, you'll go to an attorney who is a special master. And that's a total another webinar, a total another, you know, um, seminar. But you, you don't want to just buy something and don't check title. I mean, I've made that mistake before. And I'm here to tell you don't do it. So in, in the midst of you attacking this inflated market, for supply and demand, be smart at the same time. And just know that if you got to get out that situation, you got to have an exit strategy, okay? Just like when you see a car accident happen on the road, your first intention is to try to swerve so you won't be a part of the accident. So have your common sense kick in when you're buying property because I don't know if who has $500 to throw away or $250, but I don't have it. And I don't think you do either. So just think about it and be smart. Um, we're going to be going through this market for a little while for probably, I say, I say it's my opinion, my podcast, my opinion, okay? So I think we'll probably be going through this inflation for another 12 to maybe 18 months where we, the market will be super good before we hit it, before we really hit another bubble. And I say that because you got to watch the market. When supply and demand comes, it ramps up, it ramps up. And I don't know if you, if any of you guys have experienced the Georgia real estate market when it crashed in 2006, 2007, but the prices ramped up, ramped up, ramped up where people that were living in these really, really poor neighborhoods, their homes were going for like 180,000, 150, 170. When, the value just was not there. And then when the market crashed, you had people filing bankruptcy left and right for a property that you could buy now for five to 10000 They had a mortgage on it for $100,000, And that just lets me know, because I've made it through that market, that I can see the signs when I'm going back into that market. So I see the signs coming in Atlanta. And I want you to be a smart investor, so I'm telling you the same thing. These prices are not going to be able to continue. And it's a lot of building. Anytime you see a lot of building going on, it's like a gift and a curse. You know something's coming. Now, don't get me wrong. There are billions of people in, on earth, but there's a lot of building right now in Atlanta. And it's scary because everyone's going to have to go somewhere if the market crash again. But it's so many apartments going up. It's more apartments than condos going up. So that lets you know that the, they're getting, the market is getting ready for people to lose something all over again because they'll have an apartment to rent. So kind of... 
you're you're smart. That's why you're listening to me. Like so you can so I can continue to tell you things that and pick your brain and let you think about it. Cause I'm always gonna play devil's advocate. To me, my cup is always half half empty versus half full. So I talk to myself a lot. I give myself scenarios a lot. I read a lot. And matter of fact, I don't even watch a lot of TV. I think I watch Martin, Family Feud, and Murder, She Wrote. And they all come on at three different times of the day and night. And besides that, when I'm in my car, I'm listening to jazz music. I'm not, you got to watch what you put in your head. I do listen to the radio, but I come from a real era of like R&B and like real music. My parents would say the same thing about our music in the 90s versus their music in the 60s and the 70s. So I'm just telling you that I, I can't listen to a lot of stuff on the radio because it messes with how I think. So a lot of times I'm listening to jazz music or I'm listening to mediation music that allows my mind to breathe and be free. And I, I invite you to do the same thing because you kind of get in the, in, in the, you get in the zone in here working on these properties and you like, you rush yourself or you think that you got to do something by a certain time frame or, you know, you didn't, you say to yourself, Oh my gosh, I didn't get 10 properties this month. I'm going to go crazy. No, calm down, calm down, sit down. And just put your music on, relax your mind, you know, relax your mind. So um, these, are, these, are, these are just items that have helped me. And I think I'm going to cut it short. I think that's pretty, pretty much it today. Um, this segment was called That Demand You Supply. And I've talked about all the supply and demand that I could talk about. And I invite you to buy commercial buildings rehab buildings, multifamily, anything you can right now because you're going to need it and you're going to need it so you can sell it soon. I mean, this is the time to make your money, my smart investors. This is the time. Um, so go for it, okay? I'm a, what I, And also what I want to do is introduce you guys to my podcast assistant. This could not be possible without her. And I'm going to let her introduce herself to you now. Hello, everyone out there in Real Estate Renegade Radio Land. My name is Chen Wei. You can follow me on Instagram at ChenWeezy underscore. This podcast is brought to you by CMC Productions, LLC. If you would like more information, you can check that out at ChenWeezy.com as well. All right, guys, I'm getting ready to go to Fulton County Courthouse so I can look up some title work on some of these properties. And for you, go flip a house. Yeah, to a party with Cardi and Barty in a Rari Diamonds 